You know how I know I'm ready to record? My feet are submerged in a sulfuric bath of steamy hot water. <laughs> yeah, this bottom's up, but it's going down. Welcome to Under One Roof, a Terrace House Party. I'm Thomas's sister, Anna. And I'm Anna's brother, Thomas. Our other brother, Philip, is in South Carolina this week. Or as Thomas likes to call it... South Cackalacky. Put some effort behind it, Thomas. <laughs> Come on. South Cackalack... South Cackalacky? You're not doing it I in your creepy was... old South voice. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to spare everybody that. No! <laughs> this is your outlet. This is your creative outlet, Thomas. <laughs> this uh, is where you're supposed to be subjecting people to that voice instead of when we're driving in the car for 10 hours and you keep talking <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay, well, now I can't do it on... No, on I can't command. do it on command. Give me a moment. Okay. Give me a moment. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I don't even remember what it is. Well, okay. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Okay, we're talking about uh, Terrace House episode five, Cocky Kid. Of opening new doors. Opening new doors, yes. In case that wasn't obvious. I'll read our synopsis from Netflix. Mizuki grows increasingly skeptical of Yudai, who keeps buying things using his father's credit card. Tsubasa and Sean head to Kusatsu Onsen. My synopsis would be... (laughs) (laughs) Mizuki goes on a drunken tirade, a la Sherry, from Aloha State. (laughs) But we remember why we enjoy watching this show when... We finally have the foot bath date. That's my mm. synopsis. That is a good synopsis. Thank if you. I if I am blanking out on my uh, South Kakalaki delivery and jumping in in moments right now, it's because I just finished watched, watching the episode and I am blown away. <laughs> well, feel free to interject the South Kakalaki whenever you feel ready. <laughs> I'm working up to it. When the spirit moves you, Thomas. Okay. I'll wait for it. <laughs> um, yeah, this was this was great. This was great. I loved it. I love this is why I love Terrace House. It was worth the first four episodes to get to this one and have it all congeal. And I'm going to disagree highly with the comparing Mizuki to Sherry uh, in the drunken tirade. Let me just say, first she's of my all, new favorite character. <laughs> let me just say, first of all, this season of Terrace House so far is like a Skrillex song that just keeps building and building and building. And this episode uh, right here is that beat drop. <laughs> we oh were man. waiting for it, and it's even better with a slow the, build. <laughs> the faces of Mizuki in this episode amazing, priceless, amazing. so priceless. If I had had six beers, I would have really laid into someone, too. Okay, I don't think she had all six of them. Somebody else was drinking one. Okay, five beers. Okay, Probably three beers, and I would have been like that. 
So you loved it. You loved Mizuki. hundred percent. hundred percent. Because <laughs> I, I think it's because I empathize. So Mizuki comes into the house and she's got her project that she's working on and she's got her side hustle that's making that happen. And she's really quiet and is kind of keeping to herself a little bit, maybe. Uh, hanging out with people, and then just finally snaps when somebody's being super stupid and super annoying. So, And it's not snapping after like just one thing. It's a lot definitely of build-up on his part as well. And I get that. I totally understand her frustration. 100 million percent of seeing somebody who's doing something that is potentially damaging their future... Or not damaging, but just not what they should be doing. And then trying to not get involved and just sitting there and stewing in it. Um, Or sorry, uh, light brothing in it. Um. A very light broth. (laughs) A flavorless soup, if you will, of stewing. So this, I was really, I don't know, as soon as she started complaining and then they, the uh, Yudai and Sean walked in saying, oh, we could hear you. It was like, perfect. Go time. Like, let's do this. Let's talk about this right now. That's why we chose a house with an open floor plan. (laughs) (laughs) The producers are like, great job, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Last night, I watched the first two episodes of Jersey Shore Family Vacation. I watched the first three last night. Well, (laughs) okay. Well, I had to skip the third one because I was watching the James Comey interview, which seemed slightly more important than episode three of Ronnie and Gina getting mad at each other (laughs) over lots of beef. Um, Do you call her Gina? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) How embarrassing for you. (laughs) What's her name? Dina. Dina, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You should be more embarrassed by that than me choosing to watch Jersey Shore over the James Comey interview. (laughs) Just saying. Like, Um, I couldn't have really gotten the highlights on that one. I did, and that was plenty. Yeah, that's a whole another podcast series. (laughs) Um, But in Jersey Shore, whenever anybody gossips, they, I mean, I guess it, uh, like they gossiped and knew each other were gossiping or talking behind each other's back for longer. And in this one, uh, in this moment, Mizuki just straight up owned it and said, no, I'm actually worried about you. And this doesn't, this does not compute to me. And I want to know why, because two, we two all points. want the best for you. Two points on that. One, I think similarly to the structure of how Terrace house usually is with the group, I think Jersey Shore is actually more similar than most other reality TV show houses Mm. or groups of people that live together because that group of people, and maybe it was because they were together for so many years in secession Mm -hmm. um, and all came from kind of a similar background, it seemed like, Mm -hmm. really did care for each other a lot. More than, I think, like, most seasons of, like, The Real World or Mm. definitely Bachelor or anything like that. Yeah. So that, I was reminded of watching that last night, and I thought that that was really nice. Like, everyone gave each other an opportunity to apologize or 
kind of gave each other the benefit of the doubt because of this kind of like family dynamic that they had, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty inherent usually within the Terrace House house. It's interesting because almost all of the Jersey Shore members are married. Mm-hmm. And some of them have kids. Except for Polly. Polly, call me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Snooki, for example, has two kids. And it's funny to see that level. I don't know. There seems to be like a similar maturity between them and then like the 20-somethings in Terrace House. Which is funny. And maybe that's one of the reasons that... um, I don't know. I you just see that sense of maturity, uh, maybe a little bit later in American reality television shows. So maybe I don't. What is that? What is that? I don't really want us? to talk about their maturity level at all <laughs> on Jersey Shore. I don't that's really fair. think that's worth my time. But my second point about that was you and everyone else who was talking about Mizuki's drunken tirade was talking about it like she cared about Yudai. Mm-hmm. And I think she's annoyed with him and doesn't want to be around him. And I don't think she cares that much. I think that she's more offended by the way that he carries himself and so annoyed with him that this really put her over the edge. I, Do- I haven't seen any sign from her that she really cares about his well-being unless you take this whole thing and her never talking to him about it beforehand that we've seen as her finally having so much emotion about it that she cries like i don't i don't believe that Mm. which girl i'm on your side i get it (laughs) (laughs) for sure (laughs) I think Hmm. that, like, she is building her own business. She's obviously worked to get a really good job and, like, within a difficult field, like, fashion and stuff. And I think that she's, like, this kid, like, is a waste of space here and doesn't deserve to be here. That's what I think. Hmm. Hmm. That's the vibe I got. I was not... I was taking what she was saying on face value when I first watched it. That is a very convincing argument. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. We'll put one up on the board. Is that an A or an A plus on my end? Uh, yeah, and I'm curious if that's... I'm curious if the... Maybe the... Because Sean and Taka both said, Hey, we want what's best for you and we want you to be successful and all that. So do you think that's a social thing, a cultural thing that lets Mizuki express those feelings of frustration in a way that would seem positive and constructive? No, Um, I think it's the structure of the house and what everyone mm. is doing there and being supportive of each other. And I think it's an easy way of framing it. And I'm not saying that she doesn't want that. But I don't think that her emotion in that moment is from worrying about his future. Mm. I just don't. I don't think that, like, I think that she, similarly to how she in the past episode was like, you can't keep saying that he's a kid and writing him off. 
you know, doing all of that. She realizes that he is 19 years old and if he can make a decision to be so disrespectful to his parents and all these things that she is kind of feeling like he is doing and not working towards anything and all this stuff, then I can see why she's so frustrated with him. And it doesn't mean she doesn't want him to succeed, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that her emotion for him is worry and feeling responsible for changing his actions, you know? Hmm. I don't see it. (laughs) Well, I just... Yeah. No, that seems really... uh, I'm convinced. (laughs) Good. I mean, you might... I felt... I mean, it... it, Like, If I had ever seen her talk with him one-on-one, then I might feel differently, but I never have. Hmm. I'm curious what they edited out. Or not what they edited out, but... From that scene? didn't get included. No, not from that scene. I'm just from other... From everything? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like to put some faith in the editing. Like, if there was a relationship that had some background that was important, that it would be included. But, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. And Taka says, I'm watching over him in my own way. Yeah, I think it... (laughs) Well, so I... (laughs) Maybe you can convince me... uh about this as well but in a way i saw the difference between mizuki and taka as one of age of taka having been through that and thinking perhaps hey somebody getting mad at me over this did not change my mind and would not have changed my mind and that Mm -hmm. in a way if you're hanging out with him and you're being this positive influence and you're yeah i mean i think he's also like chummier with him and and enjoys his company i think Yeah. I would be full on Mizuki if I was in that house. And I'd be like, this <laughs> isn't great. Like, this is a good opportunity. You have all of these resources. Yeah. And you're you acting pe- like a douche. Yeah. Yeah, it's super fucking annoying. I mean, I love borrowing money from my parents as much as the next person, but <laughs> I don't act like that. You know, it's not even, like, the money as much as his attitude about it, I think. Yeah, that's what made me uncomfortable when I saw it the first time, Mm -hmm. when they said that joke. And I think they referenced it enough, the chorus members did, talking about how, hey, maybe that's not good to joke about. And then they made a lot of fun of him. Um, A lot of fun of Yudai. So, yeah. Also, this is... The synopsis says he keeps buying things using his father's credit card, but we haven't seen him buy anything on his father's credit card. <laughs> did he not get something when they went to the outlet mall? No. I thought he did. I thought that's why Mizuki was so mad. I thought he had a bag of something. Okay, when when he sits on the bench with Ami to ask her out, mm-hmm. or when, like, leading up to that, when the four of them recongregate again... Um, they're like, oh, you didn't find anything? And he's like, no. But huh. he could have bought something after that. I don't know. Huh. But 
this implies he keeps buying things. That's like continually buying things. I mean, maybe he is, and maybe she's seen that, and they didn't include it. But it, but in that part that was right after the car scene where he's like, "It's okay, I have my dad's credit card." They they didn't show him buying anything that I recall. That's fair. Yeah. So I just think it's hilarious if it was like also a complete hypothetical where he like <laughs> hasn't even done it, <laughs> but they're literally arguing about what he might have done. Yeah. I think it's even better. <laughs> yeah, it is even better <laughs> if, it's, if it's. But like, maybe he did. Buy theoretically, stupid. this would be a I bad thing. I don't know. Oh. I'm also like, dude, you need a definition of what values means because Oof. that was cringe. I hope he leaves. <laughs> you don't hope for I him just, to succeed and change and grow. I mean, I mean, you just want him to leave. <laughs> I just, I'm. You want him to not get the restaurant job and then be like, well, okay, bye. <laughs> Thomas. I just, I. Mizuki, we got more of Mizuki this episode than we had ever before. Yeah. Like and a beautiful, uh, epic volcano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we want, right? I. It's just, if I wanted to see people making bad decisions, uh, there's most of American reality television to watch. But Terrace House is about opportunity. It's about understanding why someone makes the decisions that they do. This is why we watch it. To root yeah. for the underdog, to root for someone to change, to give someone the time and attention to not write them off, even after five annoying episodes of your <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> we are still rooting for you. <laughs> and that's what Terrace House is, okay? <laughs> so, I mean... I I would like to see a conversation after this when everyone's calmed down between him and Mizuki where he actually starts working and putting effort into what he's doing and opens up to Mizuki about what is important to him and she opens up to him about maybe the struggle that it took for her to get to where she is, you know? I mean, there's so much opportunity for growth and maybe he doesn't have it in him. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I just time will tell. It just keeps it keeps getting worse. I'm I'm just not optimistic. I'm not optimistic about it. You're yeah. You're not optimistic. I get it. I get it. Also, on this point, the chorus talks about him spending his dad's money as just something that's totally not cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of the time in which I, I mean, it took me a while, I think, to realize that, like, having the things that I wanted and acting a certain way didn't make me cool. But maturity mm-hmm. brings, you know, things like being responsible for your actions making you <laughs> cool, you know? And it's yeah. like... I'm trying to think of when I realized that, but I I mm. really think I was like, yeah, I was probably 18 or 19. Yeah. And when I was finally on my own was like when I really was held um, 
accountable for all of my actions, you know. Mm. When I wasn't with my family anymore, who knew me and could, you know, defer back to other things or tell me how things were or whatever. But. It's getting deep. And then Thomas <laughs> <laughs> told me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I think I, it's a, I, I think that that's really a huge distinction between for a lot of people with growing up, you know, and becoming their own human when you can't like be an asshole anymore, <laughs> you know, yeah. because people are like, no, I don't like you. The way you're yeah. acting is not cool. It's not funny. It's disrespectful, and it's it's not what people over a certain maturity level think is cool (laughs) you know that's it's really funny i've watching the show specifically the way that people through throughout all the seasons uh have this way of socially teaching each other Mm -hmm. um i'm curious i have heard people on um in like tech journalists talk about this that people don't kids don't have quite as much time where they're actually like with each other like that amount of time is like kids these days what do you mean these days Mm. yeah yeah like these days right so you're interacting the millennials (laughs) (laughs) i think we count as that so (laughs) the bazennial what's the next one (laughs) (laughs) bajennial Uh, uh, so I'm, it's really, so one of the, the reasons the show exists in Japan is that people don't get to live with each other in this co-living situation, um, as often as people do in the United States, specifically Mm -hmm. when we go off to college. Um, and so it's just really fascinating to think about or to see that social learning take place in a way that maybe they haven't gotten it before or haven't gotten it from their peers before in the same way. Like you might get it from a parent or like sibling, but um, yeah, it makes me think about how digital things are affecting our lives right now. And then how would our lives be different if we grew up with the level of technological interaction that we have, that we have currently. Um, Talk about deep. <laughs> okay, let's take a moment. Mm-hmm. Let's just sink sink into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so <laughs> gross. Oh, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do we do this show? <laughs> so, what I was gonna do before, I just got seriously whoa, grossed out. <laughs> Uh, was say that I thought it was I thought it was interesting <coughs> that Mizuki no not Mizuki uh, that Ami and Yudai when they were talking on the couch were both looking at their phones while they were talking they were using it as like a way to oh, not make eye contact while they were having this awkward conversation and you know what that means you probably shouldn't have been having a conversation <laughs> <laughs> Because that was like cringe, cringe, cringe on cringe. That was so bad. Yeah, that was a lot of cringe. Oh, it was a lot. Well, as a segue into that part of the app, Mm -hmm. 
at the very beginning, Mizuki is talking to Taka, and she says, Ami wouldn't have said yes to Yudai if she thought that he actually liked her. Mm. She's going mm-hmm. along with him because she thinks that he doesn't like her. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She That must be a thing that she's saying. She right? can't not know. Also, why would she go if she thought they were just going as friends or something? I don't get I it. Don't, I don't know. She doesn't want to see those leaves. She doesn't want to go peeping. Ugh. God. That's... It's it was so it's so awkward. Again, this is another sorry, reason why I'm I love so this show. And I just it just it, it captures it. It captures this moment so perfectly. Also, I have just no respect for Ami. I don't think that she's honest in any capacity, and I Whoa. honestly think that she's just as bad as Yudai is. Whoa. In terms of maturity level and the way that she's treating people, I like I am not down. Okay, so I noticed something, which was... Thomas just took off his glasses and looked <laughs> through them at me. <laughs> so obviously that's how he's noticing things. I is, need uh, something to do with my hands. Is this kind of spectacle? Uh, okay, so next up, we're both fidget spinning the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta do something with my hands. <laughs> I was just moving. I can't. Thomas, I'll Amazon Prime you one. You'll have it in two days. Please don't fidget spin me. Please don't. I'm not going to fidget spin you. You can't balance on my finger. (laughs) (laughs) You let me know what color you want and I'll get you a... No color. A fidgy spinny. A blue. (laughs) I want a blue one. Oh, there it is. Okay, (laughs) a blue one. There you go. Uh, okay, so... That is the world's were... answer to, well, I don't know what to do with my hands, so... Well, oh, God. This is so fascinating for people that can't see the video podcast version of this. We're sorry that you don't have a video we're not, podcast. We're not fidget device. spinning <laughs> yet. <laughs> I'll let you know when we are. Uh, um, they, need, they need to have fidget spinners as, like, the keychains for the next Terrace House. So oh my god, I was just thinking about our spin. first merch item being just <laughs> <laughs> spinners. <laughs> no, no, oh god. Uh, okay. Email if you want that, because I'll make <laughs> <laughs> Okay, where were we? I was saying that I saw a, an inter- I made an interesting observation. Well, I don't know if it's interesting. I guess you will be the judge of that. I will tell uh, you. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and it will be no. Not as interesting as my things. Um... Ami and Yudai have this conversation. Ami's getting... They're both looking at their phones. She's being super sassy instead of just saying, Hey, do you like me? I don't like you. We should go as friends, maybe, but not if you want to date. To when she's helping Taka organize his shitload of stuff that he brought. And then seems... SMH, by the way. SMH is what I'm doing. Oh, wait, what? I don't know what that means. I see that online. Shaking my head. (laughs) Shaking my head. Oh. Wow. 
Thomas is on the verge blown. of all not these, being a millennial. All these, <laughs> other, all these other times. All these times I've seen All this, these like, T9 words and the <laughs> acronyms. I can't keep up. Uh, um, they're looking at their phones. They're looking at their phones. Okay. Then she starts They're packing going, up the t-shirts. Then, then they're packing up the t-shirts. So she's now in the garage with Taka the next morning. They're making fun of you die, which is very funny. Uh, but... She seems like a completely different person. So she's asking for life advice from him. She seems calmer. She seems more put together. All of this. And my... I think both Yudai and Ami are young and not mature. Mm -hmm. I think Ami is chameleoning to the situation a lot better than Yudai is. So that if she were surrounded by people who were adults and Yudai wasn't around, I think she would not be acting that way with Yudai. I think it's only because he's there. Yeah. So she's just she's just being a mirror, essentially. So when she's with somebody like Taka, she can have a cool conversation about life or prompt one and then listen and not say anything. Um, but, I don't know. Whereas... whereas Yudai seems a lot more self-centered in a way. I don't know. Just nothing bounces off him. He just has got what he's going to do. She just... Maybe he's maybe he's a disco ball. So he bounces off things, but like randomly. And she's just a straight mirror. So with every, anybody she's with, that's who she's... I think she's just... Playing each situation, yeah, to benefit herself, for sure. And the one with Yudai, I think that she can't just be honest with him because she likes the attention that he's giving her. Still, I said this before, and I'll say it again. I think that she <laughs> likes the attention that he's giving her and doesn't want to admit that to other people. Therefore, will not tell him... No, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm playing hard to get and you have to do all this stuff. But either way, you have to keep paying attention to me and keep wanting me. So that's what I think. Hmm. Can I do a poetry reading for you? <laughs> oh my God. Yes, please. <laughs> I have to cover up your face so I don't laugh. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm coughing. How to pick ingredients and heating methods or ways to bring out the best of the ingredients. I'm gathering information. Oh. I could hear you laughing. That was good. I'm sorry. I... Uh, oh. oh sh Shit, sorry. Someone's blowing up my oh, phone. Oh, look at that. Thomas is looking at his phone while he's talking to me. It's What's almost that? like What's he that? can't look away. This is super... Phone. We're having a really rough conversation right now, so I'm not really listening. Thomas can't make eye contact with me, and he also can't look up from his phone. 
Oh, what's that? He's doing a fidget spinning app on his phone because he doesn't have an actual fidget spinner. The fidget spinner app is similar, but not really the same. <laughs> so Amy asks him straight up, why don't you cook? And he says, I watched you today. Wasn't he the one that was teaching her how to cook? This is so savage. This is so savagely honest. (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) Anyways, my poem was a description of, well, no, it was exactly what Udai said he was doing um, for researching cooking methods, so... Yikes. Mary Berry is shaking her head. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay is getting on a plane to go punch him. Oh my god, Gor- no, Gordon. <laughs> I don't know who would be... I think Mary Berry would be scarier. Uh, she's from the Great British Baking Show, or was from the Great British Baking Show. Duh. That franchise has collapsed. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I would be more afraid of Mary Berry than I would of Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, because I would just kiss Gordon Ramsay. Love you. <laughs> Mary Berry would remember it forever. You'd get punched out by Gordon, and then he'd go on to punch somebody else, but yeah. to truly disappoint her. Oh, man. Just horrible. Um, Ami says when he's describing the date that he wanted to go on with her, she says, oh, dodge that one. <laughs> to him. <laughs> Like, yeah, this is just... why I think she's, like, playing a game with him. And I I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm. I think it's immature and a time waster for everyone and stupid. So Wait, that's so my would, thought. Would you, <laughs> not that you have an opinion on the matter, would you bounce her before you bounced him? Yeah, I honestly think that he has... What? I honestly what? think that he is no. more redeemable. No. Because I think that he's at least willing. He did not seem willing when I guess when he was talking to Mizuki, that was more of like a personal thing. Taka. Yeah, but that's just because he thinks Taka's cool and he wants Taka to like him. I I think if he doesn't care about whether the person likes him or not, I know. But that's how you start changing things about yourself: is looking up to someone and being like, "Oh, that's how they're acting. They don't like this thing." And hopefully if it's the right thing, then it's great, you know? Yeah, I just I don't see him. He's way worse. I can't believe you bounced her before him. I think that <laughs> she is being manipulative, and I don't think she's yeah, but, bringing but anything least, to the but table. But at least that shows some awareness, does it not? You have to be thinking about things to be manipulative. Well, I think that being less cognizant of it is like shows a better personality trait Mm. like he's just dumb (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's not but he's inexperienced and like yeah literally like a puppy whose feet are too big and he keeps falling on on everything and tripping yeah i don't know but he's God, he's like 19 and he's, and he's lived alone for two years. Trying to overcompensate for all of his insecurities. Yeah. And she's just like trying to get what she wants out of everyone. That's what I think. I think time will tell with both of them. But 
Okay, so what's your bet? What's your bet right now? You, which um, one do you think is going to leave first? 500 on red. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, so which one do you think? First? Well, leaving and or learning something first. I think he would learn something first and she would leave first. Huh. I think the exact opposite. Shake on it. We just shook through. We reached through our computer screens and shook each other's hand on that one. So shake me through the phone. A binding contract. Shake me through the phone. What are we betting? We should have thought about that. I don't know. One of my cats. Just kidding. Never. Um. Ami also says at the end of that conversation, you have to show Mizuki that you can work hard so that she's not annoyed. And I'm like, Ami, this, this is this is you being fucking manipulative because obviously you mean that about yourself, but you don't have enough balls to just say it. How's that? I don't know. That seems like a check in the column of everybody is thinking he should be doing this and Mizuki was the one who got annoyed enough to say it. Yeah, of course. So, I don't know if she's trying to be manipulative there. But I don't think that he needs... I think that she is reiterating that because she also feels that way. Mm. She's like, no, you really need to think about this and do it. That's what I think. So Mizuki has really taken one for the team. She's broken through that honesty barrier. Hey, you're really annoying. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you that you're really annoying. Please stop. Well, they've all kind of insinuated that on some they level. They have. But you know what? I, straight up, she said it to his face. But straight she, up, like, this is exactly what's wrong. But yeah, this is why. Because I think it really bothers her. And other people, I don't think it bothers as much. For various oh. reasons. That would bother me so much. Like either they house. have more empathy for him or whatever. Ugh. Yeah, Thomas would have left already, obviously. <laughs> no, no, you never leave. I'm not giving up my you chance to launch leave. my brand. You, you live there the entire time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, Ami and Taka folding the shirts. I was really disappointed. I've been disappointed with Tucker a couple of times when I feel like he's, I don't know, kind of taking advantage of his place in the house. But mm. when they were folding shirts, he was like, he seemed like he was impersonating Udai and making hmm. fun of him about the whole holding up in the <sighs> kitchen thing. Yeah, he really, he, he could be so cool. But it's that type of moment. I don't think he is. Yudai, I know. But that's a moment where he could just not say anything about Yudai. He's not there. Like, just talk with, just talk with Ami. You're working on this thing. Just fucking let it go. Yeah, I don't think it it was as big of a dig as the chorus was kind of making it out to be. But I do think it was a dig. And I think... I think it ties in with the last scene in this episode when he's talking to Subasa and he's like, mm. yeah, I think she's really cute, but kind of like a younger sister. And then he's like, well, I might be a little bit interested in her. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I can tell by the way you're acting around her and belittling the only other person who's interested in her. 
yeah. who you've like brought under your wing, but in a way that I don't really know if it's actually productive. Yeah. I mean, I like how he stood up for him, but also was kind of firm in the first conversation when Mizuki was yelling at him. But yeah, that seemed that seemed more mature, and then this did not. But what would really be mature is if he said, "Hey, I, <laughs> I also, you know, kind of am attracted to Ami, and I don't think that she actually wants to go out with you, and I'm gonna ask her out." Damn. Right. Isn't that what he's doing, but he's not being honest about it? I mean, maybe yeah, he's not I mean, there yet, but I mean... It's almost its almost like he wants Ami to make the choice, because he knows that she's been asked, and so she Which would is even to say, worse, because he's like trying to sorry. get out of it without blood on his hands. We got drama in the stairway. <laughs> oh, is that a flawless golden retriever I hear in the background? <laughs> it is. Anyways, I I predict something happening there. I could easily really? see their this is, brotherly this is, relationship fall apart if he's not honest about that. Yeah, this is a not good love triangle. This is the most awkward love triangle. This is one where I, I literally don't want anything to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That date with Yudai is going to be so bad. It... Oh, so if that bad. happens, I mean, what? It, we get farther and farther back out away of it? from it every time, every episode. We get farther and farther away from a possibility of that happening, right? Ooh. Yeah. She only wants to go to the amusement park. And God knows we're never going to hear her say no to him, so it's probably just going to be a running thing for 50 episodes. <laughs> no, please. They've got to leave before 50. <laughs> Thomas will vote them out before 50 episodes. <laughs> do, yeah. do you want to talk about your favorite part of the episode? What's, what's my favorite part? Baths of the foot. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say snowboarding, which is also a fun little part. Yeah, that was fun, but nothing really happened. Nothing did happen. The snow looked really not that great. No, it was obviously very early in the season when there's only snow on exactly where your snowboard is going. Just can relate to that too hard. For sure. Yeah, okay, okay. Have we talked about everything besides the most important part of this episode? Everything that I want to talk about. But I do have an introduction for our footbaths scene. Okay. And that is from the Wikipedia page of the resort town with... The footpaths. Oh, shit. It says, The locals claim the hot springs can cure all forms of ailments except love sickness. Oh, oh. shit. <gasps> Where uh. is that footpath? Where is that footpath? Please. <gasps> Does it exist? So, I thought that was cute. That's adorable. Also I was depressing get... because where is that footpath? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna dunk on them for pseudoscience and claiming that it could cure all ailments, but then it turned it around to a yeah. Don't dunk on that. Don't dunk on that. Mm -mm. We'll lay up to this adorable date. (laughs) Ooh, yes. Let us take off our shoes, peel off our socks, 
and dip our sore, drama-filled feet into the beautiful hot tubs. Oh, I'm forgetting about how annoying Ami is. I'm forgetting about how annoying Yudai is. We're letting it wash away. Letting it wash away. Oh, Thomas is accidentally ASMRing on the pod. <laughs> the A stands for accidental, right? In ASMR. <laughs> totally just slipped into, into it. Yikes. Oh, man. Well. It's okay. So they go. They're driving in the car. One, they take the VW Beetle. The two-person car. That's officially the date car. It's only now. a two-person no. car? It's not a four-person? Well, it's, it's not. It's got, I think, probably five seats. But nobody <laughs> wants to sit in the back of that. Truth. So they take the date car. Cheyenne's driving, of course. He says that. He's rocking a cool military-style jacket. A little bit of orange. Dark green on the outside. Orange on the inside. I noticed that. <laughs> Seems cool. Uh, he is just putting on the moves, a hundred percent. Yeah, that, that's I'm, I'm just I'm speechless. I'm spe- I didn't think it would happen this quickly, and her, I didn't think it would happen like this. He calls attention to her blushing, which shows yeah. that obviously he's paying attention to her because he's like, "I see you do this," and it's cute when you're shy. I'll wait for your heart to open. <laughs> Is he for real? I don't. It's it's too smooth. It's Isn't too it? smooth. Isn't it? Yeah, it really I is. I don't want it to be, but I have doubts. I do. Sean is, has everything so far has been great, which almost makes me mm. doubt his intentions here. You definitely have not been and in maybe a I'm just to wash away your heartbrokenness. <laughs> Yeah, obviously I don't have a foot bath to wash away my love ailments, but uh, what can you do? But I do have this Bud Light, not sponsored. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Side note: Can we just take a little detour? It has uh, grapefruit in it. I was. Is it really Bud Light? Yeah, I brought it back from Canada. What? It's Bud Light with grapefruit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Okay, wow, that just, I ran off the road trying to take that detour. <clears throat> um, <laughs> this metaphor is off the rails, <laughs> off of the road, <laughs> back on the rails because we jumped onto them. Please stop. What I'm trying, what I'm trying to say, <laughs> I apologize. What I'm trying to say is I went to a store that says alcoholic, store that sells alcoholic beverages this past weekend. <gasps> I know. <laughs> I don't drink, so I don't end up in those very often. Can we talk about how fucking hipster all of the designs of these microbrews are now? They're so... I like. I took photos of them. They were so funny. One of them was just like an art piece around the, the thing. There wasn't even a name on it. There was a name on it. You had to look at it very tiny on the back, but it was like... Wow. Thomas just described something as hipster, which, as we all know, is the least descriptive word known to man. So none of us okay. actually know what he means. Okay, so it's not hipster. I guess it's just so millennial. There we go. That's a so, bad word. That's, okay, that's what I'm talking about. 
it was at first I said, oh, that's cool. And then I realized, oh, millennialism has become a thing that <gasps> is being packaged and sold. Can I show you something real quick? Yeah. And you can describe it to our listeners. Oh, God. Hold on. I'll be right back. Anna is getting up. Dorian is looking over. Dorian the cat. He's stretching. He's... Oh, his paw is picking up one of the earbuds. Hi, Dorian. Are you going to join the podcast? Am I your favorite? So, I went, to, I went to Goodwill yesterday. Yeah. As I do every couple of weeks. Great will. And... Watcha! <laughs> <laughs> Anna is but holding up... I'm holding up a Bud Light shirt. It's a Bud Light shirt. But how modernist is this design? You know? It's very, it's very modernist. It's just so, clean may I paint, and May simple. I paint the word picture? Hold it up. Let me paint describe the word it. Picture. Okay. This is a white t-shirt, which is the best kind of t-shirt because you can print lots of fun colors on it. And grays are also good, but most of the time those turn out to be heather grays and those aren't fun at all. So white t-shirt is, is best. It makes everyone look tan. It has Bud Light spelled out in a modernist font. Sans serif. Sans serif! <laughs> not quite, it's not quite Helvetica. It's definitely not. The lines are thicker on each of the... Um, it's the Bud Light of, font. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, but it looks different. It's not. Well, that's the Bud Light Canada font. Ugh. Like, this looks different than the last time I saw a Bud Light can. Which has been years, so maybe. Which but has been when, since he was 12 years old, so, okay. <laughs> 12 years old. Yes, that's when I stopped drinking Bud Light. Uh, and then it's got a blue, so it's it's this bright blue. It's not the neon blue or, like, the hyperlink blue that's become really popular. It's just a beautiful azure, almost. <laughs> azure? Did I say that wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then it's got a square, it's got a rectangle around it. That's slightly lighter blue. I love it. How new is the shirt? I don't know. I got a Goodwill yesterday. <laughs> okay, but does it look like it's got pit stains and it's from 70 years ago or no, 70 looks, years ago? No, it looks really clean. And I also washed it today just in case it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing. These microbrews. Guess how much yeah. it was. A dollar fifty. Fifty cents. A dollar fifty. Dollar fifty. So, uh, you would rather people... what? What's the alternative to putting effort into packaging? Or is it I, that they're not putting the right effort that. into packaging? I said, I think... There was a moment where I saw a couple different... Uh, microbrews. Are they even called microbrews? Beers. What the fuck? I don't even know. Beers. Brewskies. Got some, Broskies. <laughs> My brew beers. Oh, oh side note, brew time, brew time is 100% Taka's brand uh, totally. confirmation. You were We've right, you were right, you were right, you were right. Um, Point for Thomas. Yes. Oh, it tastes so sweet. Uh, so these brews, <laughs> these brews, these beers. <laughs> My brews. <laughs> so there were a few of them, there were a few of them that pioneered it, where you'd see one and you'd think, oh, that's really different. And so, in a way, that that to me meant more risk brand-wise. 
because you're doing something that is different and there is more risk there. I just repeated myself. That was silly, but you get it. I repeat myself for emphasis. For emphasis. Drake and Josh. Classic. Love it. Not that Drake. Uh, Not the Drake. That'd be so great. Um, So this is my question about the beer cans. Okay. Is Sean a modernist Bud Light t-shirt? Clean, okay. simple, straightforward. Okay. Really just well-designed, good to the core. Mm. Or is he a poser microbrew can with shitty graffiti art on it, posing <laughs> as someone good? I don't know. Anna, this has ruined... This has changed my... The framing of the whole episode to me. The footbath is now in question. I didn't want to question the footbath. Was foot the footbath not in question to you at all? No. I mean... Trindle, Trindle thought he was great. I went with Trindle. I, as you should, because Trindle is a goddess and an angel, and we love her very much. But she is also... She also likes to see the best in things, which is a quality <sighs> that I do not have. <laughs> mm. I used to have it. Not so much anymore. Although I still want to. Case in point, this situation. I want to believe he's good. But you're right. He has scoped in. He went from saying she's really pure or whatever in episode one or two. And then has scoped in 100% and is just making moves. Okay, so I am actually going to flip this around and blame you for this. Because... (laughs) Because I mean, I'm used to it, but constantly bring up how much the release of single singular episodes week by week makes a difference with the show, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Confirm. Yes. Okay. So so when so when they're watching it in Japan, it comes out every week, and they have potentially the the opportunity to watch it. Potentially are watching it as it's unfolding. So one of my favorite Terrace House podcast tropes. A couple weeks behind what actually happened. So, that being said, you constantly reminding me of that fact. (sighs) And also, me currently watching season zero, as you like to call it. I do like to call it that. Can we just call it that now? No. The the OG Terrace House (laughs) season. No spoilers, but somebody comes into the house with questionable intentions about dating someone who other people have not been very interested in dating. And that person has been there for an extended period of time. So they have been the person that comes into the house and suddenly has interest in this person that no one else has really had interest in, has been watching the show for months before. And because of the way that she acts about it, people call her actions into question. There are other factors that might lead them to that assumption that she might be doing something for attention or for television. Mm. But this is also something that I'm watching at the same time, so I don't trust anyone. Also, I just don't trust anyone, period. Because I need a foot bath that ails a lot more than love sickness. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, as much as I would love to believe, and I think that there is a good probability that this is just a great, great date and that Sean really enjoys her company, Mm. I worry that the way that he's acting around her is, one, either leading her on, Mm. because she herself says, you don't really believe that when he says something. Like, something about her being cute or blushing. Or, like, kind of doing it for, like, a different attention. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, he could really like her. Which I do think is a possibility as well. I'm not taking that off the table at all. I'm just being jaded. Yeah. And I love Subasa so much that I am just, like, worrying for her, you know? I absolutely don't think that it would be impossible for him to like her at all for any reason. I just think that he has been very smooth in every single way that he's talked to everyone else in the house, even about really difficult things, like um, Udai doing the dishes, he's been, you know, or, like, him telling... You know, coaching him to ask Ami out and things like that. I think that he is really good at talking to people. And that might just be his personality, that he's, like, super sweet and really nice. But I am not sure what his intentions are behind his actions. He's almost too beautiful to believe that. Exactly. How can you trust someone so beautiful? I'm shaken. Shook, as they said. <laughs> Thomas be shook at the moment. Anyways. Well, I did Them's enjoy watching thoughts. this episode. I did enjoy watching this episode. I did now, too. I'm just, well, these, did, are my, these are my just, potential predictions. Now I'm going to worry about it until next week when we watch an episode and then record another podcast about it. Wow. You know what, I, for whatever reason, and maybe this is me just think, thinking, oh, Mizuki's a model, Shine's a model. I thought they Not were Not Mizuki. Gonna... No, no, I know. No, no, I was saying Mizuki. I thought they were more likely thought... to get together. What is Mizuki Miz... model? I Lingerie stuff. Oh, okay. It's in the intro, which I thought was Ami, but it's not. It's gotcha. Mizuki. Because um, they do that cut really fast. So... I don't know. For whatever reason, I thought that they would. They seemed kind of the most serious of the two, and this. I don't know. Like Subasa seems like so genuine and so nice. I, yeah, I didn't see them together from the beginning, and now you're right. This feels super weird. This feels super weird. I'm crowded. I just the foot bath. It's all gonna be lies. I don't know. It could all work out perfectly. Ami could leave. <laughs> Udai could leave. Tsubasa and Sean could uh, Taka get together. could leave. Mizuki uh, could just be amazing as she is. Okay, but like, so, so part of the reason this is so weird, and the more that I think about it, is that what do Tsubasa and Sean have in common besides the fact that they're not hyper annoying in the house? I mean, I think that they're both sensitive. Um, and I think that the fact that they're both more reserved and thoughtful about the way they present themselves is 
a thing that they have in common. It also seems like they had like had fun. Like him taking the photo of her in the cardboard cutout was adorable. Like they were enjoying each other's company, and you don't have to have common interests to enjoy someone's company. You know, you yeah. can be interested in someone because of their personality and because. I guess you're I just don't. And, I don't ever see him throwing a baseball with her in the backyard. Well, she doesn't have to be with someone that's athletic. I mean, I know that. It's just... <sighs> I'm shook. He could feel similar, similarly about modeling to the way that she feels about hockey, you know? Yeah. And that's, and that's what they could bond over, is both of them working towards their different goals. I don't think that you have to have things that on that level in common to work as a couple but um yeah i guess i'm just curious about where it's gonna go and i really hope that he does like her and that they go out again and it's awesome but okay but now i can't now i can't feel that well i didn't mean (laughs) to ruin it for you But if it does work out, you'll be like, I was right. You're stupid. Which will be fun. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to say that to you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, probably. <laughs> would be something I would say. <clears throat> and maybe and maybe the way that he was talking to her just felt cheesy because they're both really quiet and sensitive. Like, I don't know. But... He's just in the bubble, you know? Yep. Can't trust people in the bubble. It's hard. He's just covered in axe. She can't resist it. <laughs> he smells like a literal ball of axe. Yeah. Anyways. Thomas is shook and hates me now for ruining this for him. <laughs> it just it was gonna be it was gonna be such a beautiful thing. Normally, I would have sat for a couple of days, because I watched it just before recording this week. I would have sat for a few days and been able to think about it and enjoy that moment. Yeah, and I now, watched it for the first time a couple of days ago, and then I just rewatched it today. So, did and then rewatching it. The first watchers. Did you pick up that stuff on the first watch? First or watch. watch. Well, excuse me. I just see it as too good to be true. But. Yeah. This is why I ruin all good things in my life, maybe. So, maybe this is just a good <laughs> psychological breakdown of my personality. I don't know. Is this therapy now? <laughs> is that what this is? Yeah. Just don't send me a bill afterwards. <laughs> uh, huh. But you wouldn't be shook if you didn't think it was credible. I know. I, I do think it's credible. Thank you. I mean, this is like... This is so you've had Terrace House season zero, season one, and then season two. So you've got people. I have we seen somebody on the show before, and no spoilers or anything. But have we seen somebody on the show who literally came in just to hype a thing? Because I mean, that's what Sean said he's there for. Oh. Right? No. No. That is the most correct. Oh, someone's... that's what he said that. 
Oh, you're right. Oh my wants, god. This is some Illuminati shit right now. <laughs> he wants Japan to swoon over him. And so, of course, like, what do you do? You come in and you start dating somebody because that's what gets you most attention. And not attention. only somebody, but the most lovable person that's ever been on that show. God. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, man. I just... What... Thomas is waving his arms in the air with distress. <laughs> <laughs> like he's drowning. This was supposed to be fun. <laughs> just, Thomas, this was not, not a fun anymore. episode. This is a full drama. This was so full of drama. I know. It's so full of drama. I'm I'm worried that this is this is Jersey Shore season two. Is what I'm worried about. <laughs> Which is what? Which is the Jersey Shore people. When they go to the club, ne- everyone recognizes them. Everyone recognizes them, and they know they will be recognized when they go to the club. Okay. Jersey, Jersey Shore season one, nobody knows who they are. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a fuck. They're just doing their thing. Yeah. And and I, I'm worried that maybe Terrace House, people are now starting to see it purely as a way to get people to buy their shit. So... Or become famous. What do we know about casting? Nothing. Me either. But I'm curious about how many applicants they have compared to how many people are on a season. Yeah. And... how much they go through beforehand to get to know them. I'm curious. If anybody knows, write in. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to know. I don't want to go digging around the internet too much. While Me either. I don't really on. want to go behind the curtain too much. But in this case, I'm very curious. And I think with any show like this, these things will start to kind of take a toll. Now now you're telling me that there's a time limit for Terrace House. I can't. Thomas I don't. Is this, crying. Is my, this is my favorite show. I told you this is this is because you kept bringing it up too. You, this is your fault. The turntables have. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh. Well, Man. now that Thomas is completely distressed. Okay. Predictions for next week. <laughs> Everybody's gonna cry even more. Mizuki cried this episode. Ami cried the episode before. Yudai and Taka cried the episode episode before that. Uh, Subasa almost cried, I think once. Yeah, she cried she? when she was talking to her coach. Um, she did cry when she was talking to her coach. The only person who hasn't cried, Big Sean. Also telling. Because he's acting. We don't know. This is one theory. This is one Illuminati theory. Okay, but it just, it feels different because, ah, no, I I don't want to reference other episodes. Okay. Um, The other seasons. We'll leave that be. Um, I just, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know if any of this 
makes sense. But these are all things that came into my head when I was watching the episode, so I'm sharing them with you. Okay, <sighs> cool. I was going to walk into that brick wall so hard. <laughs> that brick wall of, I'm just here for celebrity. Brick wall, waterfall, girl, you think you got it all, but you don't. I do. So boom with that attitude. <laughs> this isn't a democracy, it's a cheerocracy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, any Anything you're looking forward to, potentially? Oh, great, yeah. Um, Thomas hates life now, okay. I'm I'm looking forward to Subasa looking through Sean's shit. I'm ready for Taka to leave. I'm ready for Ami to leave. I'm ready for Yudai to leave in that reverse order. Yeah. I want it's to a, see It's the Mizuki and Subasa <laughs> show. I want I want Mizuki to move in with Subasa and her family in the noodle shop and she's the number one character who's there all the time working on her stuff and Tsubasa, it's a whole it's a whole sitcom. I want them to be just hanging out. Well, I think Kurzawa. no matter what, this is a really interesting group of people. And the fact that it's God. this dynamic already is really interesting. They do they they picked well. They picked well. They did, did not pick well for Aloha State. Picked well for this. They did oh Interesting. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ugh. Very dynamic, we'll say. Very dynamic. Well. <sighs> okay, what are your predictions? What's going to happen? I think that something is going to be revealed about Sean and Subasa's relationship. Mm. Either he's going to ask her out again, or they're going to have some conversation where... He's like, oh, I enjoy spending time with you as a friend. You know? Dude, she will kill him. No, she won't. She She's not buying into it, anything. Really? No. I just... I, was I just mean, imagining. she enjoyed it, but I think that she is as skeptical as I am. Because she's smart and she knows what's up. I just and boys gotta prove himself. Stick. You can't just throw a compliment at me and have me fawn at your feet. No, 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 no. No, no. Gotta work for that. So. Well, wow. we've been talking as long as uh, the James Comey interview happened, so <laughs> let's wrap this up. Uh, I've been George Stephanopoulos <laughs> asking awkward questions to our former. I've been talking head about tiny hands and other things that I shouldn't be mentioning. <laughs> Uh, um, okay, what do we do at the end of the show? Uh, follow us on Instagram at Party, and please, please, please send us an email with your thoughts, comments, compliments, suggestions, <laughs> predictions for next week. Secret information about how they cast the show. Tell me what you think about all these characters. Yeah, we're ready for some more drama. Well, not right now. I need to detox or something. Um, yeah, I need a fucking foot bath is what I need. <laughs> yeah, our email address where you can send us that stuff is under one roof at terracehouse.party. Come at us. Uh, and then 
Last but not least, our intro and outro are House Party and Won't Stop by Meek Mill off the mixtape Dream Chasers. All right, next week, episode six. Next week. The first I, it, snowfall. It's going to be good. Oh, ooh, is that a little tease? Yep. I don't look at the teases over. Mm. It's called First Snowfall, so that's about as far as oh. I got. <laughs> ooh, I wonder if Subasa and Sean's relationship will chill. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> next, until next week. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.